This is Evolve Marriage Podcast, episode 31. Today we're talking about your head voice versus your heart voice. Hey everyone. So just before we start this episode, I wanted to remind you that there's one week left to sign up to my 10-week group coaching program. So if you are a man who feels more like a roommate than a lover with uh, his wife, uh, and you don't bring it up because you lack the skills to communicate your needs in a healthy way, right? If you struggle with communication, you struggle with intimacy, um, feel free to jump on a call. I'm going to put the link in the comments just to book a quick chat to see if the group is a good fit for you. Uh, What I do in the group, it's a 10-week program where I really help you get out of your own head, get into your life, and give you the skills to communicate your needs in a way that really invites and excites your wife to have more deep, connected intimacy uh, in and out of the bedroom, right? So this is not just about the sexuality part, but how can you really feel connected in every aspect of your life? So if you're interested, just check out the show notes below. Go ahead and book some time for us to chat to see if this is a good fit for you. Here we go with the episode. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Episode 31. Hey. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, you. Welcome, you. Hello, you listener. You, yes, our favorite listener. I know you're there. So how are you feeling, Kate? Oh, is overwhelmed of feeling nervous, anxious. Oh, my God. It's like (laughs) been your constant state lately. I know. I mean, it feels like I think Eric can feel my teeth grinding as we're in here and like the like energy that's coming off of me is not very comfortable i'm terribly sorry uh but yes no i'm i'm feeling very anxious nervous it's you know i don't know if you want to hear this or you don't but i I haven't been noticing it oh that's so good because i've really been making an effort to like show up like oh you're crushing it hey (laughs) (laughs) okay wow all right how are you feeling (laughs) Uh, the, the absolute opposite, actually. Yeah. I'm like on cloud nine, you just are feeling fire. awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm so proud of you. Whoa. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling really great. Super energized, super motivated. Uh, just love where I'm at creatively. Um, and really having a lot of fun, just connecting with all kinds of amazing people. It yeah. just feels great. Mm-hmm. And also just, you know, being around you and your energy. And I just love being around you. You're oh just my amazing. gosh, my crazy great energy. It turns mm-hmm. out it's not as bad as I thought. Ah, tis the reason for our show today. That's right. You're, I in, am you're in your head. very much in my head. Yes. I need to move into my heart. It's hard to move there when my heart's so full of panicking. That's, right. <laughs> That's your head. So today we're talking about uh, the difference between your head voice and your heart voice and why it's so important to create awareness around this and really take more action from your heart voice. Right. Because being in our head um, too much can actually have effects on our marriage, on our relationship. So it's very important to create this awareness in order to avoid, um, you know, creating unneeded and unnecessary tension in your marriage. So if we were to really define what the head and the heart voice is, Mm -hmm. right? Number one, the head voice is really based in, you know, the past, your fears, your doubts, your limiting beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. It's that voice that a lot of us are constantly in. 
Because that voice that comes up in my head all the time. Yeah, and we, <laughs> we, we all have it. It's part of us. We're human beings. We're designed mm-hmm. to survive. So the head voice is always there trying to prevent us from taking action. The problem is, is when we start to think everything is uncomfortable, right? And we're, we, we're scared of everything. We come up with excuses about why we're stuck and we're constantly not taking action towards the life that we want. Now, your heart voice, right? If your head voice is based in the past, it's based in fear, in doubt, in limiting beliefs, your heart voice is really the opposite. It's based in future. It's based in abundance, in purpose, in potential, right? And this is really where we want to make choices and take action from and oftentimes what we realize is you know whenever we get really excited about something you know this happened this happened to all of us right something happens we get really excited about it a new opportunity we we have this quick idea about what we could create so that's the hard voice trying to peek out mm-hmm. say hey hey you know, i'm yeah, here i that's exist exciting. <laughs> yeah you should get excited about this yeah and for a lot of us immediately what happens our head voice jumps in right says whoa 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 Remember yeah, that time. <laughs> exactly. Don't start thinking about that promotion. You know, here's all yeah. the bad things could happen if you apply for that promotion. Yeah. You know, your resume might look silly. Uh, that You might get refused. They might laugh at you. You're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if you got the promotion, then you'd be an embarrassment. And this is all your head voice making a whole bunch of crap up. Right. To keep you safe. Right. Right. But really, it's preventing you from living this really amazing, fulfilling life. Yeah, exactly. And I think that what happens then, because we're so stuck in our heads, we stop ourselves from dreaming. Mm -hmm. So you get to a point in your life where you're just kind of like, I'm going to stop even trying because every time I I think of something new, I know I'm just going to shut it down. So I'm just going to stop in general. Yeah, that's right. And you start to really create this habit of constantly living in worry in what I shouldn't do. And this really affects marriages because mm-hmm. oftentimes it prevents us from bidding for a connection, right? It prevents us from initiating sex. It prevents us from all these things and having thoughts around, oh, I'm going to get refused again or, oh, I'm, I would bring this up, but we'll probably get into a fight again. I mean, that's all head voice stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you had to think about, you know, the future and what you want to create, oh, what would it be like to have a relationship where we can totally discover each other sexually and get excited about the sex we have and really feel connected and go on adventures and know each other deeply, but in a really fun, exciting way, right? And for a lot of us, we're stuck in our head voice so much that we don't even allow ourselves to think about that. We're not even aware that there's an option to be in our heart voice, but we're just constantly living in our head voice. And oftentimes, you know, we do this in our marriages because we're trying to avoid that discomfort. And unfortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, I guess, when you dream... Oftentimes you're dreaming of big things that don't happen right away. Mm -hmm. So dreaming isn't super efficient because when you're like, oh, what would it look like to have a relationship where we have more intimacy? What would it look like to have a relationship where we can openly share our discomforts without it becoming a fight? Like dreaming that way, you know that it's not just going to be like, I'm dreaming. And then five seconds later, it's like, oh, my goodness, look at that. We're communicating better and we're having the best relationship of our lives. It's going to take work. Mm. It's not necessarily efficient, but it is necessary for growth. So if in your relationship you want to grow, you want to become, you know, a better version of what you are now, You need to dream. You need to seek some discomfort and you're going to have to work for it. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, I love the saying, which is 
what gets measured grows and then what gets celebrated gets repeated. Mm-hmm. And I often think about this idea of celebrating our wins and talking about what's going really well in our life. Mm-hmm. Because if we try to bring those to the forefront to consciousness, right? I think it really allows us to constantly repeat these things that are really good. And something we always talk about in our marriage is if you take care of their moments, the years will take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's so important to think about because oftentimes when we dream about this amazing life, right. And we're like, Oh, we're going to have this great sex one day. And that's what I want to move towards. It seems almost impossible for some of us. Yeah. It seems like this far fetched thing. That's you're like that. That's not our relationship. That right. can't be for me. But the reality is if you're consistent with like, two or three very simple things mm-hmm. and you're able to play the long game six months from now, your relationship's in a different place. Oh right? yeah. And, and even any, I wouldn't even go six months from now, just weeks from now. If you change two to three things a day, you know, for a week, you're already going to see differences. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be exactly what you dreamed of? No. But if you keep going, it's just going to keep getting better and better. We wouldn't be where we were at if we stayed in our head voice. That's right. If we had decided you know, one night when, when we decided this is it, like, I'm not happy. You're not happy. We could choose to stay here or we can choose to dream of a better relationship. Mm -hmm. We can choose to stop saying this is crappy. This is poopy. I don't like this. We don't want to do this anymore. I don't like, this is bad. But instead we chose to listen to our heart voices and say, what would it look like for us to have this amazing relationship? What would it look like for us to be able to get out of this funk that we've been in for years? Yeah. And has it been easy every day? No. Has it been a lot of work? Yes. Has it been enjoyable? Of course, because we're growing and every day we're learning and every day we're trying something new and we're pivoting and, you know, <laughs> so... I think it's definitely worth it if you can change from your head voice to your heart voice for your relationship. Because oftentimes what happens, you start and it's beautiful and it's like, oh my gosh, he's so hot and I'm going to get dressed up for him and yeah, I'm, I'm going to impress and I'm so nervous. And what is this going to be like? And the butterflies are like just everywhere. So like, much possibility. Can't even see you. So what happens then is the longer you're together, the more those butterflies kind of flutter off and, you know, they come once in a while. And then if you're able to move into the heart voice with your spouse and dream together, then you can get to a place where those butterflies come back and they're just there all the time. Like you, you get to grow and, and it's, it's, it becomes exciting to be married again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if we go back to that, that, fire analogy because I think it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's this idea that when you first get married, it's this absolute bonfire. Oh, right? bonfire. Just like you're saying, it's yeah. exciting, it's passionate, <laughs> it's red hot. And over time it becomes embers. Right. right. And I think a lot of times when people get in that situation, couples get in that situation, they think, well, it's just embers, so it's over. Like That's it's it. done, right? It's the fire to be will die. Yeah. And I have <laughs> to find someone else in order to create a new bonfire. Mm-hmm. But what we often forget is, you know, with the heart voice, even embers can get back to being a bonfire mm-hmm. right, with, with the right fuel. And some of us, when we're in our head voice, right, when we see those embers, 
we just continue to give up and we just let it go out. Yes. Right? And we're like, well, it's not worth it. It's going to be too much work. I to don't know where to find the branches. Exactly. I don't know what the branches look like. I don't know if the branches are even going to be big enough. So what's, right. the, even, what's the point of trying? Like, and when you're in your heart voice, mm-hmm. you're saying you're already imagining the bonfire. Yeah. You're already like, yes, I know I can get. You're getting the marshmallows and you're coming in hot. <laughs> you're already bought all our marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. you're ready, <laughs> which is really exciting. And, and I think one of the big secrets about this, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about why the hard voice is so impactful. Um, but one of the big things that we need to understand is that these voices perpetuate themselves, right. right? So when you're in your head voice, it's going to continue to perpetuate you being in the head voice. Right. But the beauty of it is when you're in the heart voice, you will perpetuate being in the heart voice. So I think about it all the time, you know, like oftentimes when I'm in my heart voice for a lengthy period of time, I feel like I have superpowers. And then that continues that fuel, right? It's like rocket fuel. And sometimes I find myself, okay, it starts to weed off and then I have a choice, right? I can say, no, 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 I'm going to add some more rocket fuel. I'm going back into my heart voice. I'm making this choice to think about the future, to think about abundance. Mm -hmm. And then I'm right back like rocking it, you know? Mm -hmm. But if in that moment when I'm starting to lose a bit of fuel, if I decide to go in my head voice, it's really easy to fall off the rails and then we fall in a funk, mm-hmm. right? And we get we get out of that jet fuel and we start thinking. And then we have to be very careful because then we can perpetuate being in the head voice. Yeah, and I was there just like in the past few weeks, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, like I'm kind of feeling off. I'm kind of feeling like I'm in my head a lot and I'm, I'm blah, I just mm-hmm. don't feel great. Um, but that's because I have been living in my head voice. The right. more I think about it, the more I'm living in that head voice. And, you know, I sit in, in my classroom and I look at my my school students and my job and I'm thinking, this is so hard. Everything's so hard. And then I get home. And like you said, that head voice perpetuates. Like I get home and then this relationship's hard and this family's hard and the kids are always yelling and my life is so hard. I'm so busy. I have mm-hmm. so much going on. Maybe I should drop a project like And I get this, I get into my head and then I start convincing myself that all the things that people are telling telling me is true and all the things that I've been telling myself is true. And it's really, really hard for me to go and tap into that hard voice. It's really hard for me to be like, shh, Mm -hmm. like just where is that hard voice? And right now, like I can't hear it. But happily, I have an amazing husband who is my heart voice. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Yeah. And, and sometimes that is the trick. It's sometimes it's surrounding yourself with people who can remind you of your heart voice, who can remind you of what you're working towards and what your potential is. And don't stop and do these things. So yeah, absolutely. And, and now we're kind of moving into the how, right? Yeah. How do we move from our head to our heart? Mm-hmm. Because one thing I want to say is you never completely get rid of this, right? I've talked to people that you know, sometimes mentors of mine or people that I know in different communities. And it's like, they're always on fire. And I'm like, man, you're just crushing it like every single day. Mm -hmm. Like your life is literally a highlight reel, like not just on Facebook, but it's literally every time I talk to you, it's amazing. And they say like the head voice is still there. Like it still creeps up sometimes that scarcity still comes up now and then I still get pissed off on days, but I just know how to pattern interrupt. Right. Right. I have people in my life that I can reach out to, to help me out, to help me walk through this stuff. I have exercise where I can self-coach myself out of this so mm-hmm. I don't have to be stuck in it all the time. Yeah. And I know what my go-tos are to bring me joy, to get out of that so yeah. I don't perpetuate that head voice, that scarcity, that fear. Mm-hmm. I love that. They just, 
The only difference between you and those people if, is they have more practice mm -hmm. getting out of that head voice. That's right. You know, they've fallen off the wagon. They've gotten back up on the wagon. Like it happens. You know, we're, we're all human and, and it's natural for us to be in our head. It's the way we were designed. You know, so, so one thing that we want to say is, you know, how do you move? Number one, you have to be surrounding yourself by people who are asking you questions that are future focused, right? Mm -hmm. About creation. You want to have people around you where it's safe to dream mm -hmm. and think about possibilities, right? Because the reality is, is if you're only around people that are constantly talking about negative, about the problem of the world, about fear, about, you know, scarcity. How you're doing things that are, that are impossible, how, you know, you're doing too much, you're not doing enough. It's, yeah, yeah, that's right. So it, it's, it's really deflating. important to be around people, yeah, that, that are there encouraging you and are cheering you on. Inspiring you, yes. And that's why you got to find the right tribe to be mm -hmm. with, right? Which is super important. So, so think about the people around you are they adding to your life, right? Are they helping you create what you want? Or is every time you have a conversation with them, it's about how everything's wrong and how you shouldn't try new things. And every time you bring up a new project, they're like, yeah, what about this? What about this problem? What about this problem that you're going to run into? Right. Are you surrounded with yourself with people who are also always in their head voice? Mm -hmm. Because I feel that happens to me sometimes. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be with some people and then they're, they're in their head voice and this is going wrong and this is going wrong and this is so hard and my life is so hard and everything's so hard and I hate this and I hate that and I automatically fall into it too and yeah. then I come back from hanging out with that person and I'm like it's hard for me too and I don't like it as well and and then we're like feeding off of each other to live in this head voice instead of being with people who are in their heart voice and I'm watching people dream and I'm watching people grow and I'm watching and I'm inspired by them. And I'm like, wow, I want to be like you or wow, I can do that too. Like if, if they can dream, I can dream too. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important not only to surround yourself that with people that'll help you, you know, stay in your heart voice, but people that will not keep you in your head voice. Yeah. I a hundred percent. And I couldn't agree more. And, you know, as, as we're kind of wrapping up this episode, I, I do want to say that, you know, when you are a person that speaks from your heart voice, that is life energy, mm -hmm. right? That is where desire, that's where it lives, right? Desire is all about seeing one person's life energy and being attracted to that. So, and we've all met people like this, right? Sometimes you talk to someone and they have so much great energy and they're, mm. they're speaking from their heart voice that it, you're just so attracted to that person. You're just like, man, I want to be around this person all the time. I love <laughs> being around this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we need to understand that we can bring that to our marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, Kate, Kate and I talk about this all the time. Kate says this to me. When I'm in a funk, like I'm vocal, I'm emotional, right? I talk about my funk mm -hmm. openly. Um, and Kate says that to me sometimes, like it's not attractive to just <laughs> hear you <laughs> talk about your life. Like it's nothing's ever going to work. I think and I've what about legit said this on right. the podcast <laughs> exactly. to our five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what I typically do, you know, is I make sure that when I fall in those funks, I'm surrounded by other healthy men, right? Good mm -hmm. friends of mine where I'm like, hey, you mind just like helping me talk through this so I can just tell you what's going on and you can ask me some questions to really move me towards the heart. Mm -hmm. about abundance, about creation, because the reality is my life is great. I know my life's great, but right now the I'm way I'm viewing it, right, yeah. is really about scarcity. Right. So I really think that we need to understand that it's very attractive to see your partner be in their heart voice and you want to mm -hmm. encourage that, right? Oh, yes. When your partner starts to dream, you don't want to shut it down. If your spouse is coming to you and saying, oh, like, 
I wonder if we should like start taking dance classes. Like I would love to do that. Or if you guys are watching a program together and like, oh, I always wanted to go to like Cancun. Mm-hmm. Don't shut it down. Don't say like, oh, well, we could never afford that. Or, oh, uh, what would we take time off? Like, God, that'd be crazy. Like that's you shutting it down. But instead encourage that. Hey, yeah. what would you do in Cancun? Like why Cancun? Yeah, ask questions, get curious or just say, I love that. I think it's so wonderful that you're dreaming of that. So uh, as we're wrapping it up, um, the big takeaway we want all of you to think about is how often you're in your head voice and then how often you're in your heart voice. Mm -hmm. And you really want to be moving at least 50% of the time to your heart voice, Mm -hmm. right? Life is 50-50. So sometimes stuff's going to happen that's really throws you for a curveball and you're going to fall into that head voice, right? That scarcity, that fear. But if you're 90-10, right? If you're like 90% in your head voice and 10% in your heart voice, that is not a great way to live. And that's probably going to keep you stuck. Mm -hmm. So you really want to start thinking about how you can dream more, right? How you can have open conversations and allow yourself to want things, right? right? Be clear about the things you want and allow yourself to dream that before you get shut down. And so surround yourself with people that really remind you of that heart voice and bring more of that up. Encourage it in people around you, right? Encourage it in your spouse and your Mm -hmm. kids. Have conversations about dreaming at the dinner table, but really allow that heart voice to come out because that is all about creation and that is all about possibility. Right. Right. So that's it for this episode today, everyone. Uh, for everything we do, check us out on evolvemarriage.com. Uh, as usual, we'd really appreciate a uh, rate, a review. And if you could just follow or subscribe to the podcast, that'd be great as well. Uh, next week, we're going to be chatting about the apology, right? How to craft the perfect apology. We're going to be talking about all about apologizing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for that episode. Uh, so we look forward to being again with you next week. Uh, we love you and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Bye. And girls. Thank <laughs> you.